welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Big Daily Blend. Today is February 12th. How did we get to this middle of February thing? Wasn't it just Christmas? Didn't we just talk to you, Joey? I don't know what's going on, but hey, February 12th, apparently, is National Georgia Day. Georgia was actually admitted to the Union on July 15th, 1870. And we're going to be doing a show around that time frame to celebrate Georgia, talking about tourism and travel and history and all of that. But, you know, uh, I had a recording scheduled with Joey today for his uh, daily blend appearance that he does with us and co-hosts every fourth Sunday, Joey Stuckey. And Joey is the ambassador of music for Georgia, uh, Macon, Georgia, excuse me. And um, he's on our show all the time. And uh, we were recording. I said, Joey, dude, your state's having a you know special day. We got to talk about some music. So, of course, he's very polite and said yes. So welcome back, Joey. Always a pleasure, my friend. Hey, it is good to have you back on the show. And I know we're we're doing a little more than we normally do, but it's okay. We can do it. I mean, any time to talk about Georgia music, I think is good. Uh, everyone, joeystuckey.com is the website to go. And um, you're based in Macon, Georgia. Have you always been based in, in Macon? You know, so I've lived in Georgia since I was 15 years old. And before that, I was in uh, Florida. But... Um, I have I've always lived in Macon. I do a lot of work all across our great state in Savannah, Atlanta, Athens, and mm. you know beyond. Um, and in fact, we 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 played a, a wonderful New Year's Eve party in America's Georgia, which was a lot of fun. But um, Georgia music is my passion. Uh, making Georgia music is my specialty. And actually, as a, a, a youngster in my twenties, I had uh, a radio program dedicated to Georgia music on uh, pretty much every station in town here. And, uh, and we've always just loved supporting Georgia music, uh, independent Georgia music in particular, but uh, the big, the big boys as well. And, you know, Georgia has a lot of amazing connections to a lot of superstars that you might not know. So one of my good friends is a guy named Chuck Lavelle and Chuck was mm. had a band called Sea Level back in the seventies. It was a very regionally popular uh, band, and uh, and he's he's done many many things. He's played with uh, with Eric Clapton. In fact, if you have the Twenty Four Nights uh, double live album, Chuck Lavelle's playing on some of that uh, on keyboard, and he also played on the Eric Clapton Unplugged record, the MTV record, mm. uh, which the very famous version of that song, Layla. Uh, the acoustic version where he's playing piano on that. But but besides doing all these amazing things and playing with the fabulous Thunderbirds and playing with the Almond Brothers and all this stuff, uh, Chuck is also uh, the musical director and keyboard player for the Rolling Stones and has been since around 1988 and their Steel Wheels tour. Uh, wow. So he is just one amazing tie that Georgia has to uh, international superstars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, the other thing that's so fascinating, you know, Chuck can, I think, be considered a Maconite, even though he doesn't live in Macon. Uh, But he he spent a lot of time doing music here. But somebody who is from Macon uh, is a real legend. I mean, world, world, worldwide legend. And that's Little Richard. Yeah. 
Little Richard, you know, influenced everybody, including my favorite band, the Beatles. Uh, they were highly influenced by Little Richard and, uh, and that, and that kind of sound and Paul McCartney, I think in particular, but, uh, Little Richard also was a generative force in my mind for one of the greatest guitar players and innovators of all time, Jimi Hendrix. And he, Jimi Hendrix, played guitar for Little Richard for quite some time in his band. And uh, then went on to be, of course, you know, the, the great legendary guitar player. So wow. that's, that's, that's just another little slice of, of making music, um, you know, uh, history and royalty. And, and Little Richard's been honored here um, in many, many different uh, ways. But, uh, you know, other, other Georgia musicians that are, that are really exciting, I think, is uh, from, you know, at least these are the ones that I know about and that I have sort of history with. Um, you, you've got Clarence Carter, who had the big hit Stroking, mm-hmm. and also the hit Patches. My band's opened for him on a number of occasions. Hey. I've, I've spent a number no of, I've spent a, yeah, I've spent a lot of time back when the Georgia Music Hall of Fame was still around. It doesn't exist anymore currently. Um, which is something that is uh, very, very sad to me. But someone uh, needs a spanking in May. Oh, oh, listen, listen. I mean, it, 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 it's just, it's just awful. Uh, it, but you know, it, it, it boils down to money and politics, mm-hmm. really, like, like, just like everything does. But, um, but yeah. So Clarence Carter also had that uh, song "Patches," and you know, he's one of the few blind guitar players, which why is why I'm so excited. I mean, basically, I, I can think of him and Jeff Healy. And, uh, you know, both, both blind guitar players. Uh, and of course I count myself as a blind guitar player. So, um, there's not, you know, but you you think like most people say you're, I'm a blind musician. They think Stevie Wonder, Ronnie Millsap, Ray Charles, uh, now Ray Charles. Oh yeah. uh, Of course made the song, Georgia, one of the most famous Mm -hmm. songs in the world. And of course it's our state song. Uh, but yeah, so Clarence Carter, but you know, who else is from Georgia? Indigo Girls, right? There's, they're, they're a, a big That's Georgia right. band. B-52s. I've had the honor yeah. of opening, I've had the honor of sharing a stage with the B-52s. And really? So, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, uh, I actually have a great story about that. I tried to, I, I, I love the B-52s. I particularly love the album that had Love Shack and Rome. And I thought that was a really mm. fantastic record. Um, and, 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 you know, I love a lot of their, a lot of their music. Uh, but the one song that I just makes me feel ill, uh, and this is no disrespect to B-52s and a lot of people disagree with me on this, but I hate the song Rock Lobster. Uh, it's a big famous, yeah, it's, it's a big famous, one of their famous (laughs) songs, but I just really hate it. And and so, no, I really hate it. So, so. Uh, it just offends me in every way imaginable. So I better and not so, sing it and do all the sound effects for you right uh, now. Is that what you're I saying? I mean, if if you you know if 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 you want a surprise in your mailbox, then go ahead. So, so glad we're on the road full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll find you. I have <laughs> I have I have special skills. So, um, but the thing is, like, so uh, uh, I said to my drummer at the time, listen. Uh, as a souvenir of our time on stage with the B-52s. And this was a big concert, about 3,000 people in the audience, but uh, uh, millions and millions of people on TV. It was a televised concert. Uh, I said, listen, as a, as a souvenir of our time, let's steal the Rock Lobster Cowbell. Because they had two different uh, cowbells. They had a Love Shack Cowbell, 
and a rock lobster cowbell. And I thought I could strike a blow for music fans everywhere if I stole the rock lobster cowbell. Sadly, my drummer did not participate in this heist. And uh, the rock lobster cowbell still remains in the B-52's possession. And the stage was too treacherous for me to try and crawl over it myself and do it. So I, I decided uh, not to. Yeah, blind know. guy thievery of cowbell would not really work. You'd I'm not so, yeah. Ring the, well, ring the alarm, you know. There's several problems with that. Like, for example, I can't see whether they're looking in my direction or not. So that's it's hard to be sneaky. No. Plus, just the stage had so many cables and things. I felt like I probably was falling to my death and it wasn't worth it. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, so B-52s are from here. Now, uh Another amazing band that people love, uh, Collective Soul. Also, oh from, yeah, yeah, I love also Collective from Soul. Georgia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I actually had the great privilege and honor to get to know the singer and guitar player for that band, Ed Roland. And yeah. Ed is salt of the earth, like just an incredible person, and just such a nice person, and so so kind and humble, and. Um, he, he and I wrote a, a song together along with another friend of mine, Diane Durrett. And uh, we wrote a song together. It hasn't come out. You know, who knows if it ever will. But uh, we had a great, great time recording it and writing it together. And he was just super kind. And they're another amazing, you know, Georgia band. And then, you know, of course, one of the greatest, um, you know, alternative rock bands ever uh, is the band R.E.M. And they are... Yep. Uh, known from being from Athens, Georgia, but Bill Berry and Mike Mills, the drummer and bass player respectively for REM, are both from Macon, Georgia. See? And I have actually had the privilege of recording Mike Mills. Uh, uh, I've recorded him once, and then I've met him two or three times. And um, I think I don't think anybody could argue that the song Losing My Religion is one of the greatest you know, pop songs of all time. Um, I, I, hate you know. to, I got, I got married to, um, not married. Well, the, this, I, I talked about this on our, um, beginning of February show with Johnny Schaefer and we were doing love songs and ballads. And then I said, well, our wedding song was everybody hurts and the song, our wedding didn't, I think we got annulled more than divorced. So I don't know. If that helped, but maybe it was just a you song should we... not have chosen that song. But it was a song. Well, it just you know it. Um, it's so interesting. REM is a very interesting band because oh, yeah. it is alternative rock. But you know, it's things like that song was just really. I don't know. It's just a song that we really huge. appreciate. It's a huge, well, huge appreciative. It, it's a deep song. And then there was a song "Night Swimming" that yeah, took yeah. years to really get me, and then when it bit me. It bit me. It yeah, interesting. Me. It's interesting because uh, um, everybody hurts is so great on so many levels. I mean, from a lyrical perspective, it's magical, and it's what I love about it. And we talk about these days uh, in the corporate world and other places. We talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, that song mm -hmm. has that because everyone from every walk of life can relate to the feelings that permeate that tune and it's it's such a universal theme that's so well written and so easy to process you know you can it just goes straight to your heart and then it's some of michael stipe's best vocal work ever i think uh i uh, yeah, and, yeah and he's incredible and and they just and then you know there's shiny happy people you know there's all these kind of i think it, it's 
huh? It's kind of like they were painting pictures of people. Like yeah. it, it's almost like a Norman Rockwell version, like, but in it with sarcasm in some yeah, ways, yeah. right? Yeah, they're, it, they're, they're a bit cheeky. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. It, yeah, yeah. There's some there's some twisted stuff in there, and and I don't know, but it, they are very, um, I think, inclusive of yeah. you know. I I, lo- I love REM. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I always have been, uh, always will be. Um, and and you know, as I, I've met I've met Michael Stipe twice. Uh, whether he remembers mm-hmm. me or not is you know he probably doesn't. But uh, but yeah, but I mean REM is great. And, and what's interesting, another tie to Georgia and to Macon in particular comes in a a dear friend of mine who sadly passed away many years ago. uh, But his name is Ian Copeland. If you think Mm. that sounds familiar, it's because his brother, Miles Copeland started the IRS record label, which gave REM and B-52s some chances. And also his other brother, Stuart Copeland, is the drummer for the police. Yeah. And so Stuart Copeland, um, uh, Ian actually brought the police through Macon, Georgia on tour. Uh, and he also brought the squeeze through Macon, oh. Georgia on tour. He also gave, uh, Phil Walden, who is one of the great impresarios of Southern rock, uh, gave Phil Walden a demo tape that had dire straits on it, which he, Phil Walden turned down. I'm, I'm assuming he regretted that later. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Ian has a, a lot of ties to Sting and all these other amazing, you know, world famous artists. And Ian spent two years in Macon, Georgia, as a booking agent, um, and 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 trying to get. And and the other tie I'm going to give you is he formed a band with a very young Bill Berry and a very young Mike Mills okay. called called the Frustrations, and uh, they were doing. I, my understanding is they were doing sort of like punk like punk rock music. And then shortly after that, Mike and Bill Berry moved to Athens and that's where REM came about. So there's lots of amazing connections from not only Macon, Georgia, but just Georgia in general. I, I want to bring out the godfather of soul, James Brown, who mm. is from Augusta, Georgia. I've actually had the oh. privilege of opening for James Brown. Um, you opened so for James Brown? No, I kidding, did. Man. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, uh, and, and we actually got a chance to hang with James Brown because my dad knew one of his attorneys. And so we got a chance to visit with him outside of being his opening act. But uh, nice. James Brown from Georgia and from Augusta, Georgia, and spent some time in Macon too, because we have a very famous theater here called the Douglas Theater, which was mm-hmm. a real launch pad for a lot of the African American artists. Uh, that were coming from this area at the time. And of course, no, no mention of Georgia music or in, or making music is complete without talking about the late and the great Otis Redding. And Dude, uh, he's one of the best. Yeah. He and is, of course, he's from Macon oh, as well. And when Otis I, Redding I travel, is one of my favorites. He is yeah, one of I my all time favorites. All over the world, I, I talk about making Georgia. And, you know, people don't know where it is until I say, it's Otis mm-hmm. Redding's from here, Little Richard's from here. And, and you know, uh, uh, so Otis is, is absolutely incredible. Uh, and, and uh, you know, interestingly, um, another Georgia-adjacent uh, band is the band Black Crows. Mm-hmm. And Chuck Lovell was their producer for their first album. Okay, we're talk- now we're circling back around Chuck Lovell. 
And their first real big hit was a remake of Hard to Handle by Otis Redding. There it is, so, Hard to Handle. So there's, uh, it's just, so there's, there's so much amazing music that comes from Georgia. And, and, and the music is, of course, you know, Trisha Yearwood, the great country artist is, is from here. Alan Jackson, Jason, the great. Jason Aldean. Yeah, now Jason Aldean. Yeah, so, so yeah, Trisha and Alan Jackson are from Georgia, not Macon. But yes, Jason Aldean is from Macon. And in fact, um, you know, he has, he is often seen on TV and stuff wearing a Macon Georgia t-shirt. So he actually still loves Macon and, and is a, you know, big star. We also had back in the eighties before I arrived, uh, I don't remember the exact year, but there was a band from Macon, Georgia called AC Black, Alvin and Calvin Black, AC Black. And they were sort of like, uh, you know, eighties R and B, you know, funk. And they actually did get some rotation on MTV. And, uh, and so, uh, they were kind of, you know, a, a, a one hit kind of wonder band. Uh, but boy, the band that, that made them up there, I'll never forget. There's a guy here in town. I don't know what happened to him, but his name is Tracy Orr. And he's an incredible six string bass player who just is just a, a magic. Um, and, and he, uh, you know, did a lot of, they did a lot of amazing music and to, to be on MTV and not have a major label hit record is a pretty impressive feat. I will say one of the, yeah, one other thing about making and, and, uh, is that, um, the, the original version of Stand By Your Man was recorded by an artist called Candy Staten. Candy was managed by Rogers Redding, which was, um, part of the Redding family who's based in Macon, Georgia. And then there was a drummer that performed with me. It was in my first band and on my first album, his name is Jordan Thomas. And he sadly passed away as well. Uh, spent the last 10 or 15 years living in Prague, but he played with bands like SOS band, Cameo, Black Oak, Arkansas. And uh, the last band he played with was Maceo Parker, and if you don't know Maceo Parker, that was the famous sax player with James Brown. So there's so many cool connections to Georgia and international music and to, from Macon to international music. But yeah, we, I, I think our state has such a rich, beautiful heritage that yeah. I think if you started, I think if, if, you're, if the listeners just Googled like Georgia music, they would be amazed. And of course, I have to say Atlanta, Georgia is one of the great hip hop capitals of the Huge. world. Yeah. So, and, and we, we have uh, Tricky Stewart, uh, who I've had the honor to meet and hang out in his studio in Atlanta. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of the guys. Janelle Monae. Got to give out Janelle. Outcast. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Andre 3000. And don't forget Usher's whole uh, thing is here. Usher is from here and his, his production team is from here and his band is from here. And I got to meet uh, his keyboard player, last year at a function and, and, uh, and that was really exciting and boy, what a, what a talent. So uh, th there's just so much, you know, Atlanta is a, a definitely an international city and Macon, Georgia is the Southern rock capital of the world. Um, you know, and, and so to, to, to talk about, you know, the, the, the other Southern rock stuff, if you, if you liked, if you liked Almond the Brothers. Brothers, yeah, they Hell spent, yes. they spent a decade here in town. In fact, we have the Almond Brothers Museum. Uh, here in town called the big house, which is where they used to live. And um, so we have that. And then of course, one of my favorite bands of all time is, is a band called wet Willie 
their big hit was uh, Keep On Smiling was their, was their biggest hit. And then they had a song called Grits Ain't Groceries, and that was a big hit. But um, those guys were originally from Alabama, but they called Making Home for, you know, at least a decade during the heyday uh, of Southern Rock, which was sort of 70 to 80, roughly, uh, that, mm-hmm. that decade. And anyone that was any kind of Southern Rock band, you know, had some connection to us here. And in and, and Macon. And so uh, those guys really actually moved from Alabama to Macon because it's where they thought they needed to be to have their careers move forward. And there's lots of stories like that. Like I said, like Marshall Tucker, Loose Chains, Molly Hatchet. You know, there's all these amazing uh, I mean, I could go on forever. But, yeah, well, it is. I'm grateful to have a moment to chat about Georgian music today. I know you got Ray Charles. We have to bring. I mean, he he's like huge, you know, as we were talking about. But um, I was I was amazed, you know. I I think before we were recording, I was talking about Howard Tate, and he was on our show way back when, in the beginning of our shows, and he passed away in 2011. And he he got famous for um, Janis Joplin's song "Get It While You Can." He wrote it and she sang it. And, um, and he's also, you know, performed in later in life, he became, he, because of drugs, ended up homeless, but then turned his life around and began, became a counselor, um, and preacher, uh, helping youth and, and people going through addiction. And, um, yeah, he was on our show and, and it was just such a big deal to have him on. And it wasn't long after that he had passed and we were so honored and, I don't even think we have the archives because even the show, when we were airing it through blog talk radio, that's where we started. Um, they had a server change and everybody's stuff over the ancient times disappeared. Oh, if you terrible. didn't have a copy. And I know, I mean, there was to a point of how much, how much can you store? <laughs> yeah. We've been doing yeah. this, what, 17 years now. So like how much, how much can you store of audio? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it so, does get, it does get unwieldy. It, it, yeah, you know, but he was, um, it was, it was interesting and get it while you can. I mean, I went into, you know, his music archives and I didn't really know, you know, until we went to interview and somebody contacted and said, would you, you know, do this? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and then I was just, man, he had the sweetest voice, just so gentle. And he, you know, he had one of those voices that didn't like, it was the bipolar opposite of Janis Joplin, Janis well, Wales. And he oh, brings no you in. Yeah, he yeah, brings yeah. you in. He's quiet, but um, well, it's, it's interesting that we've talked about. Yeah, you know? we've talked about R and B and blues. We've talked about rock and funk and southern rock, and we've talked Hip-hop. about. But 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 we should mention a couple of jazz greats that oh, yeah. are from Georgia. So Johnny Mercer is a native that, son oh, of Savannah, Georgia. Huge. Yeah. Yes. And my dear friend, who is also uh, deceased, is a guy named Ben Tucker, who was a very famous jazz musician and wrote the song that was made famous by Herbie Mann, wrote the song Coming Home Baby, which is a jazz uh, classic. And and Ben Tucker played with everybody from Mel Torme. I mean, just all the jazz greats. Also, and he was, he lived in Savannah, had a, had a, a jazz club and a radio station in Savannah. And also, uh, the, the late great Connie Haynes that I was pleased to know 
in my youth because I used to spend a lot of time, as I said, promoting just Georgia music uh, from the old to the new. And she would play with Tommy Dorsey's orchestra and wow. was a, a, a big, was a big and played with everybody from Buddy Rich to you name it. And oh. so she, she was also from Savannah, Georgia and a great vocalist. And um, so, so many, I mean, so many incredible people. And of course, every state has something amazing, but it just seems like, like Georgia has an embarrassment of riches. Do you think it's because, well, because when I was looking, you know, of history, like the Ullman brothers, right? So they're from Florida, but, um, and actually the Ullman brothers themselves were born in Nashville, right? And even when you listen to their music, they're always, it's like, there's something about Southern rock, which is very road trippy music, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're always dropping names of towns and what it's like to be out yeah, in nature yeah. and stuff, which I love, right? It's especially being on the road. And there's something, and I remember, I think when you very first came on our show years ago, I was like, Joey, we want to do something on Southern music. We have to. And and so finally, we're actually having this discussion. It took a few years. But I think there's something, uh, there's a regional thing that happens. And I think it stems from where people are born, what their surroundings are. Like if you think about grunge music up in the Pacific Northwest, they were grunging out for a damn good reason. It's cold up there. Damn. And people are depressed in the winter. Quite frankly, it's, it's hard. And so you're going to have that music is a positive outlet. Right. And so these sounds come from that, but it also comes from the touring distances the roots that tour like how a tour goes and i think florida you know georgia south carolina i mean and then you look at all the like savannah being like such an artistic community with uh, with scads there and right so then but there's like florida georgia you're so next to each other right the carolinas and then you've got alabama right that is like louisiana is not far so there's this touring circle. Oh, can't leave out Tennessee. Holy cow. No, can't do can't that. But that's really kind of a thing. But then it became, there's this thing of like New York, Boston going south and south going north. There was this swap over that happened, I think, pretty much like early 80s, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like CBGBs and things like that. People would go up to those clubs up there, um, which is really interesting to me, too. Like, what started these migrations? What was going on in music historically? Was it the touring? And then, of course, now we look at, you know, especially in the blues uh, and Americana music, everyone goes over to Europe and you know, all of that yeah. happens. So it's kind of interesting to me about the it's like a migration pattern, you know, yeah. of music. I mean, you've got something there, I think. I mean, it's funny because. Um, the blues is so accessible for for everybody, really. And, you know. Um, Almond Brothers, as you rightly mentioned, mentioned a lot of towns and like in in Ramblin' Man, they talk about Highway 41 and and you know where they're mm-hmm. going. And uh, they have a song called Statesboro Blues, which is a mm-hmm. small college town here in, in Georgia. Uh, they have a song called In Memory of, in Memory of Elizabeth Reed, which was oh actually, my favorite. What, and it's it the the name came from a gravestone in the Rose Hill Cemetery here in Macon, Georgia. Really? The Brothers, yeah, where the Almond Brothers were hanging out because they thought it was a very peaceful spot to relax. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of, I, I think what, what you're seeing is the reflection of experience, um, you know, in the music and places that inspired them. And, and, uh, you know, it's funny cause you, you, you could easily, you could easily be forgiven for thinking that the Alma brothers were like a regional thing, but, uh, they're huge. 
I mean, I mean, they were huge in New York. You know, they were they're huge in Europe. Um, people know them. People love them. Um, and, and you know, of course, here in in the southeast, I mean, you know, as you said, you know, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, the Carolinas, you know, uh, Tennessee. Uh, of course, they're you know, sort of have a godlike status here, but uh, they are very beloved throughout the world. And uh, there's just something very relatable about that, about that Southern, I'm going to say Southern swagger. There's a bit of Southern yeah. swagger in some of that music. And it's, what uh, about you know, it's, it's great. Smoke, man. Confederate yeah. Railroad, Blackberry Smoke. Um, yeah, they're great, yeah. The Georgia Satellites, Keep Your Hands to Yourself. That's a great song. Yeah, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but that's really, you know, the Atlanta rhythm section. Come sure, on. ARS, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. When you really look at this, it's insane because, you know, right before you were coming on uh, to record, I was like, I said, you know, I remember sending you a message. Hey, Joey, I think we could just do like a five-minute little thing on this show. Well, look at us. Um, <laughs> you know. Well, the it, one it thing... is probably time to let somebody else have the floor. But, yeah, it's it's been No, no, no. You know what lot. I mean. It's, it's, it's when it, it is music. So this, this whole show is going towards that i wanted to touch on this ring shout um uh this african-american uh music and dance tradition uh they're saying it's the among the oldest surviving african-american performance styles in north america and um it is found in mcintosh county georgia and yeah i i i need to dig into this because it's really about hand clapping and call and response um nice that's very much like you know, music out in, you know, in Kenya and Africa and different well, areas music, we live. You know, call and response is music 101. I mean, that's the, mm. the original purpose of music historically was uh, uh, trying a way to try and understand the universe and to try to communicate with God. It, it you know, historically, when you look at ancient man and, and, and the purpose that music served, it, it tended to be sacred. And uh, so that call and response thing is, I think, a very primal uh, need for communication and communion and then another need to try to explain the natural world. And so, uh, yeah, I, I totally get that. But I, I'm not familiar with that. But, uh, you know, hey, very cool. Learn something new. Yeah, no. And and then um, I was looking that the Fife and Drum Blues uh, was documented in West Central Georgia, the Freedom Singers come from Albany. Uh, this is all through the civil rights movement time. I mean, that's the thing when we're talking about, you know, Georgia is such a historically um, rich state and diverse, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, oh, very much so. All kinds of stories, stories you don't want to know about, but should know about, need to know about, even if you don't want to know about them. <laughs> and then there's positive stories too. And um, it's really interesting, even being in this in the South now. If there's change, some good, somewhere like what? Um, so it's. I think the music is always the the thing you can know that will tell the truth of the times. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. the people, it really is. Um, country music. I just wanted to touch on this because, holy cow, country music is huge. Um, even just now, like Zach Brown, Brown band comes from. Georgia, they're based absolutely, in Atlanta. Absolutely, absolutely. Luke, Luke Bryan. I mean, there. This is a rabbit hole. I mean, you could just um, Hank Cochran, Keith Urban. That oh. one I did not know. No, no, no. He, no, no, no. I'm reading something wrong. Okay, I'm reading something wrong. 
nope, I know. Um, nope, I'm talking about Corey Smith, and he worked with Keith Urban. That's what I'm reading. Ah, okay. A big okay. list. Yeah, but Luke Bryan is from there, from South Georgia, and attended um, a, a Georgia Southern University. Wow. There's a lot. There's blues. You got jazz, rhythm and blues, you know, and you have Otis Redding. Um, that's a huge, huge deal. And I think also, I was just saying, you know, because of Nashville, but also Memphis ain't that far. No, about seven hours. Yeah. So it's, it is about making tracks, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you mentioned, so you've got the Almond Brothers Museum there, but you also have that bridge, right? Isn't that dedicated? Ooh to accidents that happened there from the almond yeah brothers. yeah so that's yeah, really the, sad yeah there's there's a there's a little part of the road there that's uh that's that's dedicated to and you know barry oakley the bass player for the almond brothers one of the most underrated bass players in the world i think really really fantastic um and Dwayne almond both died within a year of each other within a mile of each other uh both on motorcycles so um you know there's there's that stretch of road that's sort of commemorative uh, commemorative there uh and we have a a wonderful in in our in our riverside park here we've got a wonderful statue of otis redding um we've got um uh some some areas uh, dedicated to little richard so there's lots of there's lots of nice sort of memorials around town there's um a pretty fun walking tour of historical musical sites in macon that you can take on Friday nights, uh, weather permitting. And uh, I think that lasts March through September or something like that. I don't think it's available January, February. I don't think it's available after. It might be available in October, but it's not November, December. Mm -hmm. But uh, that takes you all around. And one of the famous places that in, in town that, that everyone needs to visit is a place called H&H. What's so interesting about H and H is it's some of the best food in town. I'm not ashamed to tell you. It's not particularly healthy, <laughs> but it, oh, who cares? It, it, it is particularly delicious. They definitely have the best breakfast in town, and 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 it, when you leave, you smell like fried chicken for a month. But what was so special? Mama Louise, uh, who was a wonderful African American lady, who who was just uh, just a just a just a sweet person, you know. The, the thing we talk about when we talk about civil rights, uh, we talk about making sure that everyone has the same opportunity. Um, in a lot of sectors, people didn't. People did not have the same opportunity. People did not have an understanding of one another, did not have a desire to know each other and to learn and grow from, from shared experiences and also from unique experiences. But at H&H, &H, the whole music community would gather there. And you had these white hippies hanging out with these African-American R&B singers. And they loved each other. And they learned from each other. And they borrowed from each other. And they were all fed by Mama Louise because they were all broke. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's just, it's so, in my mind, when I think about unity and I think about the joy of music and the connection that it brings... H and H is one of those places that comes to my mind, um, mm. and uh, and it's it's just such a cool story of how music brings people together, and how food can bring people together. So I, I love that, and I, I would like to end on one last thing. We've talked about a lot of genres, but another person that's famous for making was Cindy Lanier, 
um, there's the Cinnamonier Cottage here in town. He was a famous poet and also classical musician. So we even oh. have some classical music being represented uh, here in our great state of Georgia as well. I know this, you were talking about, you know, the, the civil rights movement and the music that came out of your area is, is prominent. And one thing I wanted to touch on was that you have one of the biggest and best African-American history museums in the country. Yeah. From what I was reading, the Tubman yeah, Museum. Tubman, yeah. And, you know, a, a good friend of mine has worked really hard to bring uh, a lot of African culture uh, a lot of African music and also a lot of uh, uh, reggae and ska music Sweet. Um, through, through town. His name's Dean Brown. So I, I encourage everyone to look him up and uh, he's really fantastic. He does, he does, uh, he's got a, he's got a, a, a band called Dub Shack that does like all the reggae and stuff like that. But then he does a lot of acoustic music, just him. And he just does some incredible work and he really works hard. There's another one, Pilar, um, uh, who, who really works hard on bringing African dance into the community as well. So there's a, there's a lot of neat stuff going on. There's a lot of, you know, if you, if you look, you can find a lot of great state, you know, a lot of great stuff in our state, uh, that's culture, not only our culture that we're exporting to the rest of the world, but, uh, other cultural influences that we're bringing for people to discover. So it's, there's a lot of neat stuff. Mm. So everyone, uh, keep up with Joey at joeystuckey.com. He's here on our show, The Daily Blend, The Big Daily Blend, every fourth Sunday. Of course, you know, we're doing a little early podcasting here with him because, hey, it's Georgia Day. So one of the best ways to celebrate Georgia is to visit Georgia. Besides, they have the Okefenokee Swamp. It's one of the coolest swamps in ever. I mean, when so I was a little girl living in, in South Africa, I wanted to go to Okefenokee. And there's, there's that wonderful places. song, I'm Proud to Be an Oki from Fenoki. Oh, see. <laughs> yeah, true. right. Well, I want to close with this quote. Melodies bring memories that linger in my heart. Make me think of Georgia. Why did we ever part? And that's by Stuart Gurrell and Hoagie Carmichael. How about that for a nice. Georgia quote? Very Love nice. It. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And go to Georgia. And if you can't get to Georgia today, Listen to some Georgia music. I'll put some links in the show notes um, about a list of musicians from Georgia. Uh, All Wikipedia has like, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, you'll be there all day. I was even thinking, how am I? I can't even make a a music playlist would go insane. They even have a whole Wikipedia playlist just of all the hip hop artists, not just in Georgia, but just of Atlanta. Uh, There is so much going on. And so I've got a link to that, a link to the list of musicians from Georgia and a link about Macon as well, Macon, Georgia musicians. So check that out. But of course, keep up with Joey at joeystuckey.com. Thanks so much, Joey. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio. Keep up with our shows at bigblendradio.com.